What do I want? It's a question that everyone eventually has to ask themselves. The key motivator for every action taken. The cause behind every effect. So, what do I want? I want to go to a sporting event in every major venue. I want to grow within my relationships with my friends and my family. I want the freedom to create without the fear of failure. I want to dream without being hindered by reality. I want to chase new passions, new experiences, and new goals. I want old milk to branch out of the box and try new things. I'm accomplishing some of these goals right now, and I know what I need to do to achieve the rest of them. However, the one thing you should take away from this commercial is, I want you to buy old milk merch. right now no i mean i think if just because of how attention spans work this would probably be the best a good way to start too um i feel like how attention spans work if it go if an album successfully survives a year and it's still relatively being played i feel like it's eligible yeah that that's like the first step towards eligibility you know what i mean like we just don't we don't have that a ton anymore it's disappointing but like the i hate the instant classic just doesn't make any sense not at all like it's, that's it's, like there's certain projects you hear and you know you know what i mean like i if like i was three years old when the blueprint came out like yeah sure i'm i'm assuming you know what i mean that mm-hmm. one like you hear it the first time and you're like all right yeah like this one's gonna be around for a while but like even this year that has given us a ton of great, great music. Great music. Um, I don't know if anything in here is like for sure, like off the bat, I'm like, all right, I could see the trajectory. Um, and I think you and I have been super, super, uh, super into like the Vince, but like I, I'm, I overestimated how many people, are really into that album yeah or how many people are like because to me it was like for a while there was some buzz around it you could see it popping up and now it doesn't seem like you know anyone is really like even thinking about it anymore which is which is crazy because to me it's still probably the best project of the year even considering like that my favorite artists dropped like an actually good project for the first mm-hmm. time in i don't know four or five time. years i i think with the classic argument i think that it's something that could be more in a vacuum from the standpoint of I look at Savage Mode as that's a 21 Savage classic. Like yeah. to the artist, I would say that Ramona Park Broke My Heart is a Vince Staples classic. Um, I think, and if you think about things in that context, I think we got a lot of classic albums this year. Like we got a lot of artists who have far exceeded the standards that they've set from themselves in previous years this year. Like I'd even say um, Rod Wade would be an example of that. Nav would be an example of that. Um, I haven't listened. I, until this year, I didn't really listen to Saba, but 
I really like the Sabo album. And yeah. I it wouldn't surprise me if that's the best album that he's made so far. Um so when you look at it on from that standpoint, I think that the classic still exists, but I think it also goes back to what is a 10 as yeah. as an album, what is a 10? And even for that, it's like for example, I'm not judging Rod Wave the same way I'm judging Nas. It's like, okay, Rod, you yeah. did the singing here, you did the singing here, beautiful. You have this verse here. This is like one of the best the best verses you ever made. The the music is beautiful, amazing. That's a 10 for you versus Nas, you got Charlie Wilson on this. You actually got Charlie Wilson on this and you got a hook for real. And the verses are solid as always. That's a 10 for you. It's yeah, it's all about context. Definitely I think it's more individual based at this point and considering considering projects and songs and just music in general within the within like you said the context of a single artist because I feel like the the like competitive arena that used to exist doesn't necessarily exist in the same way anymore um and so it's like where you have albums that are like certified classic like no one's ever going to argue about the blueprint no one's ever going to argue about illmatic no one's ever going to argue about i mean there's there's you know plenty situation my beautiful dark twisted fantasy pink friday like plenty of there's plenty of them out there um and no one's going to argue those but i don't know i don't know when the next time will be that we see something like that like like good kid mad city that came out immediately like not yeah. immediately but like pretty pretty quickly it was like all right this is and i mean you had the whole thing where them like handing the la torch over yeah like they were like saying Snoop he saved game, dr yeah. dre yeah so it's like that was the thing um and the honestly last like, classic would probably be maybe damn if not damn ds2 yeah and that's that's seven years ago i think that i think that like there's some stuff but it's again it's kind of a similar conversation to the one we were having about like individual context because like to me like alfredo could be in that conversation in terms of like hip-hop classic like the way it you know what i mean like it has a bulletproof feature list like gibbs comes with the verses it's alc on everything tyler was Um, amazing on his verse yeah right like yeah uh so it's like it's just a difficult difficult conversation but staying in la and this is like obviously what we're talking about i'm there i don't because kendrick at this point is like so much bigger than the city itself so it's like is if you, when you think about LA right now, is there an artist? Because we we like lost Draco the Ruler last year, and like we lost Nipsey. Is there an artist that stands out to you that's like this is this is LA? And I could be missing someone. Like you have like game and stuff, but like they're older. Yeah, I, I would say, and like Vince is. I don't. Roddy think Vince might would, be the youngest. Or the least experienced artist that I'd point to. Yeah. I'd say Kendrick. I'd say Schoolboy Q, um, Vince Staples, YG. And Vince is like Vince is from, I don't know if he like it's similar with Snoop, like where they're clearly from like LA, but it, it is like a different part of LA. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, I don't 
like i don't even know if vince staples would be like yeah i'm an la yeah la artist or if he'd be like very much like i'm a long beach artist so yeah i mean it's all california i mean i'd also throw tyler the creator in there too but he's been around for like 10 years as well yeah um so that is a tough question i'd probably say that roddy is the one as we transition into the episode but before we do Shohei Otani got robbed. That man is the fourth best hitter in the league last season and the third best pitcher in the league last season. He deserves a back-to-back MVP. Just had to say that. More bombs. There's so much more than just hitting bombs. He prevents bombs. He prevents them on the other side. He strikes out a ton of hitters. Yeah. Hey. Hitting a ball 450 versus painting on black. What what are you what are you gonna painting on black is tough? Oh, it's it's cool, tough. but it's, it's certainly it's certainly not as cool <laughs> as being six foot seven and just 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 I mean if you're smoking se- like just doing inhuman <laughs> things. I mean, if you're six foot seven, you already have an advantage, like you already have the angle yeah, you, that's yeah. better for you. You like, and I you and I would have yeah, no we, idea. We're not yeah, we're, like up there. We're getting we're getting <laughs> <laughs> we're getting uh tape measure home runs if you will that's though yeah don't, you know we don't hit no doubters but um that being said that is Taylor McLeod I am Nate Sperlin welcome to the cap episode 329 <laughs> maybe slap singles into right field maybe they're getting ready they're getting ready they're getting rid of the shift so we might be able to actually get on base I know no, I'm gonna be a pitch runner it. regardless <laughs> so I'm taking second I'm a I'm a Call me Ricky Henderson because I steal. I'll, I'll um, be in an office somewhere crunching numbers. You're gonna be Moneyball. Gonna be Billy Bean. In, in yeah, the... no, I'll be Jonah Hill in Moneyball. <laughs> so just the actor, not even the actual guy. Just like <laughs> exactly. Okay, thank you for watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and more. Do us a favor, hit the like button, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at Old Milk Media. Check out all the Old Milk content on oldmilk.co. That being said, Taylor, how are you doing today? I probably asked you this before, but this is like the official, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I think it's another decent music weekend. Weather's good. Mm-hmm. What more What more can you ask? Celtics have won nine in a row, 12 and three, best team in the league. Honestly, hey. I'm not even going to say anything because – if you're gonna be happy for me and Justin Fields, I'm gonna be happy for you and the Celtics. So I'm thank you. I'm I'm happy you guys are doing it, man. You're like one of the only two teams to take seriously right now. Maybe the other is the Bucks. I don't, I don't really know who to take seriously on the Western Conference side, but that's neither here or there. Um, today we are talking about Roddy Rich, Feed the Streets three. 15 tracks long, 39 minutes long. It features Lil Dirk and Ty Dolla Sign, the GOAT Ty Dolla Sign, the never missed on a feature Ty Dolla Sign. I just wanted to do that. And um, another quick note, I think that this is the best album cover that Roddy's had so far. So I appreciate that. You know, I'm always into album art. Um, And join the conversation in the comments below. But that being said, Taylor, what did you think about Feed the Streets 3? I agree. I agree with the album cover. I, I really like this one. And I think that as and this this might come off as like a hater or like an old take but like i think that album album art is getting less and less creative and i think that roddy's last two album covers actually have been been pretty cool i like this one 
I like this one a lot. And honestly, like I like Live Life Fast that came out earlier this year, too. I thought the covers for both of those, regardless of what you think of the music on the last one, um, I thought the covers were really good. And I like that. I like that at such a young age, Roddy's really like embodying the like I am like the head of the table. I am like, you know what I mean? It's like he is like the the master of his domain. And I, I like that there's an acceptance of that and like a, a full full embrace of that role did you um see that his chain is like a it's a plate and like there's a fork and a spoon oh, on no, it no i didn't and you I could did. detach the fork oh like... yes yeah, yeah yeah i saw that on twitter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i saw the video of him yeah it's crazy that <laughs> might be new contender for best shaded rap but anyway back to you um in terms of the music i'm very interested to hear what you think I think that in a year that we've gotten a project from pretty much every big rap artist outside of J. Cole, I think that my first listen through, there's definitely there's definitely just a fatigue from how much music has come out this year. Mm-hmm. And it, it it could not be different from other years. Like I haven't, you know, put the numbers up and really put things side to side. Um but the more I listen to this through, especially when I like put on the headphones, I'm not listening to it out loud, you know, being outside with it, being in different settings with it. I think, I think like most projects for me, it does get, get better with every listen. But before I, before I like dive in, I am curious to know your just like off the rip take too. Um, I think that this album is a step in the right direction for Roddy. Um, people were really disappointed about Live Life Fast, and obviously so. Um, at least from my perspective, I think that with Live Life Fast, people were expecting, um, please excuse me for being antisocial too. And I think that please, ex- I think that Roddy's in an interesting, was put in an interesting spot because the sound that he blew up on wasn't his primary sound. Um, so because of that, it's like, okay, they like, do you change your artistic identity for what works or do you stay true to yourself and what you've been continuously releasing from before that? And with Live Life Fast, it seemed like Roddy chose to stay true to himself. And I appreciated that. There were some good songs on Live Life Fast. The issue for me with Live Life Fast was that I remember uh, maybe a few months after please excuse me for being antisocial came out. Roddy did an interview and they were basically asking him about what the next project was going to be. And his response was, I'm not really something along the lines of it's not going to come this year because I want to take time to live life. And I want to take time to actually have something to talk about, have something to rap about. Um, And as someone who wasn't really a fan of please excuse me for being antisocial, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to give Roddy a second chance because I appreciate the, like how many artists are really going to, at the prime of their career, take a step back and say, okay, I need to actually have something to rap about. However, Live Life Fast is just the basic same hip hop things that everybody raps about. So because of that, I was disappointed. Um, There was also too much fat on it from the standpoint of he would let instrumentals run for like 30 seconds and there would probably be like body vocals on there for a minute and a half and then instrumental again. And it's like, like, Am I list what am I really listening to here? Um, so what I was really looking for from Roddy is how was he able to blend both of those styles together? The style that 
he is more true to him as well as the style that everyone loves him for. And I think that he did a good job with that with Feed the Streets 3. Um, one of the reasons why I didn't like, please excuse me for being antisocial, was the fact that I felt like sometimes the singing, while it was amazing, I thought that it was random sometimes. Like you can't really, it didn't really make sense where it was placed. And I think that here, the singing, when um, the, differ the difference between the rapping Roddy and the singing Roddy perfectly complement each other. Um, I think Get Swept is a perfect example where he raps the first half of the first verse, then he sings the second half, and then he goes in to the second verse just singing. Like that makes more musical sense to me than some of the things that he was doing on um, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. So this is this like on the same level of Please Excuse Me to Be Antisocial? In other words, do I expect it to be as popular? No. Um, they were calling him washed after Live Life Fast. So it's going to be interesting to see how many people actually give this album a chance. But I think it's a good album. I think that it's solid. I think if I were to compare it to an al another album this year, I'd compare it to Nav's album from the standpoint of it's a good album to have on. It sounds good. Um, everything makes sense. There isn't really much filler. There isn't really many skips on it in the first place. I do think that it's a step below Nav's album, but that being said, I regard Nav's album as like super high up there. So I think that Roddy's album is um, above average, possibly good. It's not great, but again, it's a step in the right direction. And that's really all I was looking for from an album like this, especially after something as um, disappointing as Live Life Fast. Yeah, I think that it definitely feels like a, it feels like a mixtape more mm. so than an album to me, especially having just two features um, and it just being part of like a series like Feed the Streets. It's not, it's not its own, you know what I mean? It's not its own project uh, exclusive from others. It's, it's, it is part of a series. And I think that that, I think that that always lends itself nicely to an artist who maybe had a underwhelming project to get back into a series. That's like, all right, I'm familiar over here. Um, I can, you know what I mean? Like that's more his lane to me. It's interesting you brought up the singing because I think that his, his singing, he hits a, he hits like a certain pitch when he sings that reminds me a lot of, of Southern artists more than, more than LA artists. Like it reminds me a little bit of like when young boy sings, it reminds me a little bit of like when, you know, Atlanta people, Atlanta rappers get into their more melodic situation not so much like future melody but like more like a like like Hug. yeah yeah like more like young thug when he's kind of like really really singing and not so much kind of trying to like stretch his voice it's like no like that's just what what he does and i think that i think that the a lot of the instrumental choices on this are interesting and it it it's reminiscent of another artist we're going to talk about this weekend i think that I think that using so many acoustic instrumentals in this reminds me a lot of a lot of Rod Wave. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a influence that I'm seeing more and more over the last couple of years. And it's not so much with like beautiful Thugger Girls, even moments on punk that are like very like driven by an acoustic guitar rather than, you know, electronic drums. Like it, it's it's driven by a different instrument and I think it's an interesting choice. And I think it's easier sometimes for artists to kind of fit into the pockets of those 
types of instrumentals. And I think Roddy on this does a, does a really good job in terms of track listing. I think that one through six are underwhelming for me. And then seven with Aston Martin truck right after the Dirk feature is really where this takes off. And I think from, I think from track seven on, this is a pretty solid, pretty solid project. Like I think that Roddy gets out of, because sometimes when an artist, and I, I just noticed this when, when it's that same, same singing voice over similar instrumentals, it's really easy to get lost in some stuff. And I think that after, after twin with little Dirk, you get to the point where he's really, pulling the curtain back a little more and showing you just like, and it's something as simple as using just his like closer to his speaking voice when he's rapping. So you get a different feeling, you get a different texture, you get a different, uh, you get a, you just, you feel more of him. It's not so much like this is the song I made. It's more like I am Roddy Rich. And ultimately with me, like I'm, I'm way less of like a playlist listener. I'm way less of a, recommendation listener i'm way more of i want to know the artist's story i want to like learn about their their life really like through their music i want i want it to mean something so i think i think like belly of the beast is a good example of that i think the last song letter to my son is a really good example of that and then to have number one frequent ty dolly in the middle of it that's like a really really nice like break for those last because what is it 15 songs yeah 15 songs so like it kind of breaks up that last half. And honestly, if you gave me this with just seven through 15, if you gave me like a EP or a shorter mixtape, I think I would, I would think even more highly of this. Um, but I already, I, I really enjoyed this. It's not, it's not one of my favorite projects of the year, but it's certainly not one of my least favorites. And as someone who's a, I'd call myself like a middle of the road, Rowdy Rich fan. It's a nice listen. I like it. It's, I think the raps are good. I think the instrumentals are good. I think there is some redundancy with some of them. And another thing, and I'm interested to see what you think about this is there's only like three songs that are over three minutes long. Yeah. And I think that we're seeing a trend where songs are getting shorter and shorter, which if you're going to do redundant stuff, then that's the way, that's the way it needs to be. Cause I don't want to listen to 15, four minute and 30 second songs that all sound the same. Yeah. Um. First I have to push back a little I agree with you with track seven through 15 being the better part. We have to include track six in there too. Um, Twin is the best song to me, mainly because I've said it a thousand times and I will say it a thousand more. I prefer Lil Durk rapping aggressively versus Lil Durk singing. And the contrast between Roddy singing and Lil Durk's aggressive rap really makes Twin amazing. Um, but I do agree with you with the second half um, of the album being better than the first. As for um, the shorter song lengths, I agree with you as well. I think that it's better for you to um, it's better for you to make something concise and beautiful than belabor it. Um, that's how I feel about hours in silence on her uh, her loss. I think that if it cuts off after the 21 Savage singing part and the Drake, um, he says something repetitively. Like if that was the song, all right, he's that's like, he's got to turn his friend up. Yeah. Yeah. That part, like if it cuts off after that, that is like, okay, like I love this song. This is one of my favorites. But then it's like, when he starts getting into the, I made you like, you like, can, like Drake, can it's, we just have that be a different song, please? Like, there's three sides to the story 
The one you oh. to read, the one your group chat gets to read, the one you come and tell to me. OBO Taylor over there. Um, <laughs> nah, six, but, six, 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 six. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I do think that there is something to be said about, um, I think that what separates a great artist from a good artist is that ability to make a four minute song. Like, for example, I think that we're just going to be talking about this since that's the next episode that we're going to do. Rod Wave can make a four minute song. I'll get lost in it. But it's also not just because he's singing for the four minutes. Like, he the timing on it is perfect like he'll have the sample write out a bit more then he'll sing on it he might have some type of audio played after maybe like a phone call or something like that and that really adds to the atmosphere of the song um so if you're going to do something like that then sure four minutes five minutes even but if you're going to be dj khaled and release a eight minute track as track two what are we what are we doing here? So I appreciate the fact that Roddy didn't do that. Roddy kept it short and concise. He was very much able to show the talent and the um, just the the potential that people thought that he had or expected from him for him to show. Um, after please excuse me to be antisocial. Please excuse me for being antisocial. Um, he was able to show that again. Um, I don't necessarily think Roddy's going to be a top five rapper. He could be top 15 though. And top 15 is amazing within itself. Um, so that's how I feel about Roddy. That's how I feel about um, the, all that. Um, yeah. I, I just, I also just appreciate how no vocal really feels out of place. Um, yeah. The transition between belly of the beast and stop breathing is amazing. I love that. That made me like both songs more. Um, get swept is amazing. Like this, this is a really good album. Um, it's really good to listen to. You could put it on in different situations. It won't scare whoever you're entertaining, um, which is really good as well. So yeah, overall, good album from Roddy. Yeah, I, I'd be interested to see and hear what Roddy Rich sounds like on on instrumentals closer to like what YG was on earlier this year, closer to what we saw on victory lap by Nipsey hustle, because I think, I think there's a lane for him to, cause he's still what, like 22 years old, something like that. 22, 23. He's, he's exactly really young. Sure, he says young. on this project somewhere that he's 22. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a huge opportunity for him right now to grab LA yeah. and be like the one from from there at least right now for the moment i think his and this is not not just the case for him i think this album specifically is very regionless in how it sounds i think it sounds more like a southern album than anything it doesn't like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't yell la to me and that's fine like like polo g doesn't sound like chicago to me like you know what i mean like there's a lot more, of people yeah, at this yeah. point there's a lot of projects at this point that don't sound like like an area like when I first started listening to this kind of music but I would be interested to, to hear what it sounds like if if Roddy Rich just got on like just like quintessential LA instrumentals just to just to kind of like not not necessarily pay homage but just to take a style that has been so successful for three four decades now mm -hmm. 
and and see what he can do with it. See how he can take the the put a younger spin on it. Put a put a fresher spin on it. And I'd be really interested to hear something like that because you can hear it in the music that he has. He has the stories to tell. He has the mm. LA stories to tell. And I think that like the same way New York rappers, you can hear like the lineage go through them from the from the early 90s. You can hear it all the way until now. Obviously, it's a much different scene now than it was in the in the early 90s, but there, there are specific artists that you can hear. And I, I just would be interested to hear like what, what Roddy Rich would sound like if he really was like, let me make let me make a very Los Angeles project. Let me take the sound that he's created himself and put it within a framework that's proven to be successful a million times. And I don't know if that means Roddy Rich needs to have an album that's executive produced by Dr. Dre. You know what I mean? I don't like that might be something completely different than what's outside of his lane. And I, and this is purely like coming from me. This isn't like Roddy Rich needs to make a needs to make the LA album before anyone. Roddy's a serious artist, yeah. <laughs> right, and that's that's not the case because that's not how music works right now. It's just something I'd be interested in, mm. and I think that he, just the way he talks in interviews, the way he sounds in his music, the way the mindset that he's he's put across so many times feels like it would land itself so so perfectly to something like that. And it's just, I would love to see that, and I don't. Like it's not a that's not a complaint about this project. I think that this project is a step in the right direction, especially after Live Life Fast. But I would just like to hear more of that influence at some point. It might not be now because he still is really young, but like we see it where like, you know, someone like Vince comes to mind where it's like, all right, 26, 27, he he goes to a more reserved sound that's not so like not so with Vince, it's more electronic. And then with this project specifically, it's very like acoustic-y, but yeah, I, I would just like to hear Roddy on some like classic, classic LA stuff. Maybe he needs to lock in with mustard and just have a full tape produced by him. I, there's music with Roddy and mustard that exists, obviously, because I think mustard was in the Aston Martin truck uh, music video, if I remember correctly. It was him in Southside, um, just two recognizable faces in there. But uh, that's not to hear there. What are your favorite tracks? Uh, favorite tracks: Aston Martin truck, like you just mentioned, get swept. I like Fade Away. I like Freak with Ty Dolla Sign and then Letter to My Son. Mm-hmm. I got King Size, Twin featuring Lil Durk, Aston Martin Truck, Get Swept, and Pressure. The The way that he closes it out into Letter into my son, Letter to My Son is amazing. And I think that that is, like, if we had to point to one reason why the second half is probably better than the first, I think it's the penultimate two songs before the last one i think those two yeah how they feed in um but yeah thanks for watching this has been the cat podcast episode 329 let us know what you think about uh feed the streets three in the comments below do us a favor hit the like button and subscribe to the channel uh follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok at old milk media and check out all the old milk content on milk.co this week they're all the people named rod or roddy dropped so we will be talking about rod wave on our next podcast episode so stay tuned for that and we are out thanks for watching